I see you shiver with anticipation. But it's not my place to judge why people like a weird thing. I never do that. Then what are you for? Treachery to intellectual integrity. These ruling, blithering idiots. Absolute moral chaos. What the f is wrong with you? What the f What I'm saying is the planet's on fucking fire. Life. It's chaos of nothing. Life is sacred. Welcome, everybody, to hey. the freak. What? No, wait. I, I don't start with that. Shit. Fuck up. I forgot my intro. Hold on. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> How's everybody uh, doing? I am Spider. And I'm Alexander. Uh, what is your name? There you go. It's right there. <laughs> and this is the Freak and the Deviant, episode negative 52, making it official like a year technically yeah. of episodes. Yeah. Um, Been way over a year because we had a hiatus. Yeah, that was a big one. Uh, and like, thanks, Obama. Oh, wait, no, who, who brought COVID? It gets too political. Too political. Got it. For some reason. <laughs> This is the Freaking the Deviant, the podcast about freaking deviant behavior, anything and everything that makes you uncomfortable, makes you be looked down, makes you hide under your desk when your coworkers pass by. That is exactly what we want to talk about. <laughs> Did I catch you off guard with my intro? That was that one's a little. I that one that one also gets a little political, but I like it. If anybody gets that reference. <laughs> Actually, I guess it's not. I guess it's not. It's I think, not every, I think everyone. Has... I think everyone has like. Everyone basically has taken one side of like the whole, the whole thing, right? The whole controversy of that thing. I love this. The whole, the whole. Controversy. Oh, you're killing it! You're killing it! <laughs> Keep going. I mean, you have you. Okay, so you do know about the video game company that had the massive <laughs> lawsuit, right? <laughs> and one of the things that they were doing was yeah. hiding under the desk. <laughs> The big uh, gaming cup. I love this so much. Are <laughs> we uh, trying to like stay out of those tabloid websites? We're trying, like, but we're this, failing horribly. This podcast that disguises themselves as just alternative lifestyles. Yeah. Have political views and express them aloud. <laughs> we're trying, okay? It's hard. It's a fine line we walk. It's a fine line. It's a very fine line. How are you doing? How, how's your week going? Oh, week's going all right. I uh, I did a little bit more planning for the um, uh, for the convention. You know, I, I am going to be going to a convention here. Do um, you want to plug it in again? Because yeah, I'll plug it in. In a case little they bit missed later. the last episode with the political. Yeah, stuff no, uh, yeah, yeah. Just in case. Yeah, the last episode was the political episode. So if you yeah. want to hear our political views, you can look at the yeah, last it episode. Yeah, has to go to Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I'll probably plug that a little bit later. Um, a little bit later in. Do it! Where's Just my audio? Do it! I mean, we can. It's so loud. They heard it, but I mean, we didn't. I can see it blowing out the speakers. Nah. Or whatever the. <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever it's Let called. Me try this again. Do it! Oh, God. Just do it! <laughs> it's so loud. And it's on the speakers of the laptop. I know. Oh, my God. Uh. But yeah, you got a convention going. Yeah, I got a convention going on. We're going to be talking about rope. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you had a whole live demonstration planned, right? Yeah, I got a live demonstration planned. I got, uh, you know, demos, things like that. We're actually going to be, I'm going to be shebarring up a, um, or roping up a uh, shark. 
yeah. uh, shark stuffy, and then also doing a bear stuff, bear. giant stuffed bear. Then I'm going to be having his little. Is dinner. it the one that's like bigger than human? I think I have one in the house. I don't know how big is it. Oh, human sized. Yeah. yeah, you've seen the one. Yeah, in yeah. The house. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, one of those, funny. and um, you know, it's it's. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I hope it, you know we have uh, at least an okay turnout. Yeah. Um, I was having to go over concepts of like what I wanted to do, and my first thought was, you know, it's probably just better to do a demo considering all the COVID stuff. But what I would normally do, if, let's say, I was at like a, a private venue, right? Mm -hmm. Is I would actually pass out things of string, mm -hmm. right, so that you can practice the knots while I'm doing them, and then I do one out there that's like okay well this is not where you do this knot and then we move on to a different knot part of the different part of the the next portion that reminds of you the, like boy scout training it's basically boy Everybody scout training. like shows it and like nope that's wrong you gotta do this nope that's right wrong. oh that's perfect <laughs> right it's actually really similar to doing that but with COVID and all this other stuff probably not the best idea to just hand out bits of string where i don't know where they're gonna go especially <laughs> not at an adult convention oh god um, no embarrassing place to put a piece so, of string. So, that being said, I might do it depending on how many people are there. Like, if there's only a few people there, I might as well. I can, you can get more I can give them. I can get more personal with sitting there and walking them through the step-by-step -step process of how the knots work and why they work. Um, whereas, if there's a lot of people, it's probably best just to do the demo and talk about, like, safety as well as, like, things that you can do and also hang-ups because there's a lot of hang-ups that a lot of people don't realize when they're first getting into rope things hang yeah hang-ups um i'm not sure how you're using that word uh as in like uh places where you would get caught on like things that like everyone experiences that you might not notice like um what do you do if one after you're done with all of it one side is is way longer than the other one side of your rope is way longer than the other so you have this really short end you have this really long end things like that that would be a hang-up, right? What, so what possible issues is the definition you're using. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, possible issues. I never heard it used that way, but that's dope. I learned something today. Um, and all sorts of other stuff. Like, what do you do in these situations? What do you do, you know, um, if you're wrapping somebody and they're like, hey, I can't feel my fingers. You know, what do you do in that situation? Do you, you know, they're not freaking out. Do you, mm -hmm. you know, do you go ahead and unwrap it? Do you cut it out? You know, what are the oh. things that you're looking at? That what you're is looking the answer for? there? Well, the answer there is it, it depends, right? If oh. if they're sitting there and it's because <clears throat> they've had their hand like above their head for like the last oh, 45 minutes, that's different. You're it? gonna be like, okay, we'll put your hand down and, and so try to see resolve if you move it first. It. But you know, you shouldn't. The... As you're doing rope, you should be like, hey, move your hand. Got How does it feel? You know, I, I whenever I'm doing it, I'm always like, hey, wiggle, move jump around see how you're feeling yeah. you know move a little bit if it doesn't bit. make it better you probably have a if it doesn't make it better then there. you immediately <clears throat> untie it if it's starting to look if it's starting to be bad if you notice that you know there's noticeable swelling and yeah. it, it there's a there's signs if it looks like you should cut out the rope you should, you cut, should out cut out the, the rope, rope right rope isn't expensive and things like that being able to tell people where to buy rope you know yeah, yeah, yeah. where to buy the good rope where to buy rope that you're just going to practice knots on I'll give you a hint. Amazon's your best friend. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, we're not sponsored by Amazon. No, no, we're not. And by the way, if you want to hear the rest of the lecture, you need to buy your tickets. Yeah, if you want to hear the rest <laughs> of it, I go over. I will go over a lot of stuff. 
like over, a free teaser in yeah, the middle of a free, free podcast. Teaser. Um, about just all the stuff. So if you wanted to ever get into it, this would be the best place to start, right? This would be a great place to start where you can kind of get a baseline knowledge and then start practicing and then eventually start doing it with like your partners and things like that. Mm. Um, you really? also learn a um, a very basic tie-up that's super easy, pretty quick. Um, uh, me and... and uh, my girlfriend managed to knock it out in about what 40 minutes 30 40 minutes um, and that was me going through and moving slowly right so if I was moving quickly I could probably knock it out in 15 20 minutes not hard to do um, very easy very good it, it it goes over all the basics and it's only about one or two knots that you actually have to know um, and you get a lot of practice in because you're repeating it over and over again it's like the perfect basic basic thing right um and i don't know if they're gonna have me do any more but um i'm definitely gonna have that bear and like i want to do a full <laughs> like corset yes i want to do a full like laced up corset force it in a weird awkward position that'd be kind of cool uh, i was going to do that with the shark actually oh. the shark i was oh, gonna God, have it like fold. fold the shark into That's like just cruel into a weird position now i'm wondering like Physically, if you if you grab an actual, if you had big enough hands and grab the shark, and, would it pop? Or will it I'm just assuming flip? it would pop. Do they have a spine? They have a spine. Yeah, they have a spine. So they're, it'll they're it'll prop like a fucking when your chicken wing kind of. Yeah. Like oh yeah, there was a bone in there. Oh shit, you know. Yeah, but uh, putting. God damn it! Stop rubbing the camera. There's a cat in here that thinks the camera's cute. Sexually attracted to the goddamn camera. Got a big lens, I know, I know. It's cool. It's not how big it is, it's how you use it. I mean, I use it very poorly. Oh, that sounds like your problem. <laughs> it's a personal problem. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, going over a lot of stuff. Going over a lot of stuff. It's pretty dope. How long is the lecture? Uh, 45 minutes. All right. So I, have, I actually have a lot of time to really get in, dive in deep. Um, yeah, the, the first 15 minutes are, of course, going to be, like, set up and talking a little bit. We'll go over, like, about five minutes of history because, let's be real, no one wants to hear that. Yeah. I know it all, but no one wants <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> like, I know why people are there to, to they, they're there to watch someone be tied up and to possibly learn something to do with their, with their partners. Fucking deviants. So. You're not there to learn. They're not there to learn history. <laughs> as much as I learn. love it, <laughs> much there's got to be a couple of history nerds. I mean, there's oh, there's got to gotta be. be. There's got to be. But no, no, you know, no, it's gonna I don't. Be hot as fuck. Yeah, just don't let them in here. I don't. I don't mind uh, taking a moment to you know after the lecture to just sit down and talk with people, talk to the nerds, yeah, talk yeah. To the nerds who will really want to know. And uh, and see, because I'm, I'm only on there for 45 minutes. I haven't talked with anybody else, but I'm very much okay with doing a more extreme demo, mm. uh, including things like corsetry and, and all that stuff, if they want to they do, like, a more advanced demo. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, but I doubt it. Um, they might have me back either next year or I might go to a different convention. And I'll let you everyone know based on that. All right. Um, that's going to be I far too. I want you to sort of give me a heads up, see if I can actually make it, mm -hmm. and maybe we'll record an episode with someone interesting we meet. Yeah, that'd be interview neat. someone. That'd be neat. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, it's not terribly far from here, but I'll I'll go into the yeah. Yeah, we can we can arrange it later. But yeah, yeah. I can look up where it's it is. We might as well just 
say it now and get. get <laughs> no, we have to I have to now, look to the recording later. To, yeah, um, I have to censor all the times we copyrighted something from Disney or something. <laughs> I mean, look at Disney. That's a joke. I do not analyze this podcast whatsoever. No, we don't analyze it at <laughs> the all. The moment it comes out of the press, it goes straight into the website until unless something's going on in my life, and I forgot about it. I just published last week's episode before going live today. <laughs> Hey, as long as it gets published. Yeah, it's, it's published. And most of our people are listen- listeners anyway. Thank you guys very much for listeners. Yeah, thank for you listening. for listening. We have <sighs> very few viewers. Most people don't watch this shit live. Um, Which is totally fine by yeah, me. Fine. I don't mind at all. Well, part of, like, part of me still wants like a random conversation that's sparked by people putting mm. shit on the comments. But it seems like all the people in the comments we get lately is just the dumbest, like, Trolls confusing troll. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Like, what is it? The show me your boobs, I think it was like. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, what is happening? Yeah. Um, anyway, so that is at Etchy Expo. That is going to be uh, Friday, September 24th of this year, obviously, till Sunday, September 26th. So uh, it's about a little less than a month away. Um, so I'll keep every weekend. We'll, get, we'll do the same spiel. So if you, you can either look at last week's, the political episode, or next week's, um, uh, which... Uh, Hopefully we have some more topics, but we're going to get on to our main topic today. Oh, so yes. We have um, news. I did, I, like I promised last week, um, I would do a little bit more digging on the um, OnlyFans debacle. So <laughs> The big U-turn. The big U-turn. So, it was, so last week I said I wasn't sure because I couldn't confirm any sources about what was going on, right? Some people said, well, we actually got a little bit later on like almost right after I said that, when I started researching it fully, they had actually come out and said stuff and I was able to find the sources myself better and more <clears throat> concrete. Um, and um, so it turns out the whole, the whole story as I understand it now is that OnlyFans was trying to get venture capital, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a whole can of worms and venture capital didn't want to go with, OnlyFans. Well, then OnlyFans decided, well, we're going to ban pornography, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, let's roll out this weird, like, quasi say we'll ban all pornography, but we'll we'll shade it as we're only banning certain types of pornography. When in reality, they really wanted to ban all pornography. Um, and they blamed it on MasterCard, Visa, things like that. These payment processors that aren't allowing them. Well, it turns out some of the payment processors that they use said, no, we're fine with it. Which left OnlyFans with... Well, they turned around and like didn't, didn't want to like spread out that they had, that they had put that... Yeah, yeah. They basically OnlyFans said, OnlyFans oh, it's not blame. our fault. It's the processor's fault. And the processor said, what are you talking about? We're totally fine with it. Money is money. And... OnlyFans was left with egg on their face. Um, and they realized after their their stock started going down, everything started falling apart. They Everything started dying. Users started deleting their shit and getting the fuck and out. And getting out, right, early, and yeah. jumping to other platforms. And OnlyFans yeah. quickly, very quickly backpedaled. It was amazingly fast. It was very quick. I never quick. heard a company just backtrack a statement for like a couple of days ago. All of this... Basically <clears throat> happened in three to four days. Oh yeah, it was very quick, um, and it again it left OnlyFans the only person, the only loser here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they lost trust from their own users, and mm-hmm. they lost uh, customers by 
saying that because now nobody's gonna go thinking it's already right, thinking that it's it's already gone, yeah. and it's um, it's really unfortunate. You know, they they tried to get more money um, and ended up getting losing less money, losing more money because of it. Trying to get Jesus. this, you know, it's you know they were reaching for the apple and ended up falling in the mud. You know, they get neither now. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the analogies are magical. Yeah, if if they went, if they had gone for the one shorter on the tree, they could have had an apple, and they wouldn't have had mud all over their face. But now, uh, now it's just really dirty. Now it's just really <laughs> dirty. Really dirty. That's one way to put it. And oh, I can't hear it. They heard it. They heard it. They heard okay. it. They saw it. Um, we don't need to hear it. So uh, that's what that's all the stuff that I managed to gather. A lot of this, of course, is sourced out of Twitter, and you can go look it up yourself. It is <laughs> quite a ride. It is quite a ride. I have not ever like really explored Twitter, uh, unless there was like somebody says like, "Hey, there's this video on Twitter," and I click the link. Mm -hmm. But I don't get myself into that. I've heard I, things about Twitter. Yeah, like, I'm fine. Facebook is already. Fucking I would toxic. recommend anybody who is. On Twitter, take a moment, relax from Twitter. <laughs> Stop from Twitter. <laughs> Stop from Twitter for a bit. It's um, <clears throat> uh, it's not the best thing in the world, in my opinion. But you know, no, uh, teach uh, uh, none of that meowing shit in here. You're not part of the show. You're normies. Well, except for that rubbing on the tripod. Yeah, thing. I don't know about you, you but fucking I think deviants. I think rubbing your face on the tripod like that—that's pretty. <laughs> it's deviant. a sexy tripod. Yeah. There's a good analogy there. Hold on. Big dick tripod. There's a thing there. There's a joke there. There's a there's I, a I can't I can't I haven't written it yet, but I know there's there's a little something essential for a joke that the cat's into tripods. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a size queen, you know? You're into tripods. <sighs> the joke's not there yet. It's not, not there. Not there. Yet. Still cooking. Still cooking. <laughs> That's okay, you'll get there. So yeah, OnlyFans went to help. Yeah, OnlyFans. Oh, it's not there yet, but it's probably going to make it. Uh, I'll <laughs> keep you posted next week exactly <laughs> yeah, what I'll find happens. out how, how yeah, quickly shit how develops. How quickly it went down. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay on top of this one, and we'll, <laughs> at least for another week, maybe two. Here's an interesting, weird thought that just came to mind. You know what? I I love uh, Philip DeFranco is one of my inspirations. I don't think he's in the intro. No, he's not. But but yeah, um, Philip DeFranco has a phrase that's starting to piss me off. He's like, well, we'll see what happens. And they're like, what? Or, or it's going to be very interesting to see what happens next. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And the thing is that that applies so broadly to so many things. He uses it almost every show like three times. Mm -hmm. And they're starting to like, really, dude? Like, yeah, I know. It's, it's a platitude. Yeah. Meaningless platitude. Very, very broad terms <clears throat> that apply to pretty much everything. But yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> Definitely going to be interesting. Uh, which gives you more information than we'll just see what happens. Yeah. I just saw that on the screen. Have you seen the movie Vivo yet? I have not. Do you know who who's the singer Monkey? No. It's Lynn Manuel Miranda. I just somebody suggested the movie. I had no idea. It hadn't been advertised or anything. It's a Netflix movie. Huh. And uh like I watched it and the, the monkey starts singing. I'm like, that's fucking Hamilton that's fuck Hamilton. Yeah. In the Heights. Like that's fucking Lynn Manuel Miranda. It sounds just like him. And, like, the rap style is, is very much his style, so I think he wrote the music, most likely. Mm -hmm. um, I was just blown away. It was just like, ah, that was the next karaoke fucking song. 
Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll show you a clip later. Maybe we can make it a reaction or something. I don't know. But uh, what else do we have in mind? So, uh, besides those two things, um, unfortunately, slow news day. But... Uh, <laughs> this is not a fucking news show. No, it isn't. It isn't a news show. But, I mean, talking about OnlyFans is important a, for us. Yeah, I for mean, sure, yeah. It, I have so many friends that, that Yeah, lots of friends who are in OnlyFans, and that's uh, how they make their, their living. I think I'm on OnlyFans. Do you have an OnlyFans? I don't, but oh. I think I made a video with someone that got published on OnlyFans. Oh. I was asked for permission. Oh. You want me to give you a cut of the mask? Fine, I don't fucking care. I, no, I'm Unless good. Just making millions, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be. It could be making quite a bit of money. You never know. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Yeah, it's it, but it is kind of sad seeing the, the degradation of, of porn sites in general. Because um, this seems to be happening more and more. I mean, we've seen the, yeah, like Pornhub did a fucking wipeout, a, a dissolution of Pornhub and things like that. But that was a little bit more things. Oh, another spicy thing uh, about the OnlyFans. I forgot about it. It's a total tangent, and likely, possibly, might have been to the the whole OnlyFans banning pornography. Is that there was a hit piece that was brought out by the. Um, uh, it wasn't the Guardian. It was it was a British. It was it, fake news. It was like a BBC thing, right? It was a British thing where um, one of their uh, one of their publications did a hit piece against OnlyFans and about some of the more extreme content being found on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. This likely was one of the charging, you know, the first things that got OnlyFans to start looking at their content. Mm -hmm. With that sort of mindset of, hey, we need to ban all pornography, uh, were these hit pieces. I feel like they've been trying that for a very long time. Well, something I don't get is is that there is, of course, pornography that should be banned, right? There are certain types of pornography like that should the be the criminal ones. Right. Anything yeah. that is criminal should be, should be banned. Well, that includes all the kinky stuff. Uh, it depends on the country you're in. Some kink, <laughs> yes, obviously. Some kinks are available. Some kinks are available in your jurisdiction. That's I need a, I need to write that down for a shirt. <laughs> Some kinks are available in your jurisdiction. Yes, that's a good one. Uh, um, but you know they're trying to apply for a broader umbrella, which is a problem because a lot of places straight up ban porn. Jesus. Uh, Wasn't there like a place where they, they uh, all the sex toys were like impounded? <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect word. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they like arrested some company that was manufacturing like fraud, like fraudulent or like somehow illegal dildos, and the police had to go and fucking get truckloads of dildos out of a warehouse. They took a lot of dicks. They took a they lot took of a dicks. lot of dicks that day. A lot of dicks taken. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's it's a little sad in my opinion. First of all, I don't actually watch significantly less porn than you think I watch. Um, yeah, why would you need porn? Agreed. Um, <laughs> but it's it's one of those things that I actually don't engage in terribly often, unless I'm going for research. It's mm. it's very it's one of those weird things. Like uh, you know, your mom walks in on it and you're like, it's mom, it's research. I swear. But for me, it actually is. I actually am going and researching. Well, your uh, mom didn't catch you watching porn. No, no, not once, never. Not not when I was living there. But your dad did catch you doing something else, right? Yeah. Let's not talk about that one again. 
I think that's been <sighs> talked about. It has to death. <laughs> to death. Um, yeah, but it's not something I engage with. Um, I've I, always been interested in like filming it. That's fair. I actually don't think you should watch it terribly often. I think like anything else, like drinking or smoking, that it is such a thing that you should make sure that you don't engage with too terribly much because like anything that it releases a large amount of of, uh, of dopamine, you should be careful, right? Like sex? Yeah, like sex. Be careful. I mean, almost everything that makes you feel good can be addictive. And right. And can easily ruin your life. Right. Video games, sex, Ooh, drugs, video game addiction. alcohol. Did we talk about video game addiction? We haven't talked That's about video game That's an interesting topic for sure. Yeah. Because um, we're on Twitch. Yeah, I mean, there's even... Uh, I happen to know somebody who is a legitimately addicted to running... And he looks unhealthy. He runs too much? He runs too much. Holy shit. Like, he looks unhealthy. <laughs> and you're like, wow, you're addicted to the running high. And it's clear. Oh, yeah, working out does uh, yes. those feelings too. It, and it's like, oh, am I giving you a, a, you know, should you not work out? Of course you should work out, right? But there's, you know the difference. Like, you can tell there's a difference yeah. between... Hey, I'm running and I'm doing this, and then I need to go run. If I don't go run, something I like, I will. I know I'll feel terrible and it'll ruin my life. There's a there's a big difference with that. You can tell when it becomes an addiction, or at least, very least, other people can tell, and they'll probably tell you, "Hey, you aren't looking so good. What's going on?" You know, especially with the way that he particularly looks. Um, yeah, it's very obvious. It's very obvious. That's fascinating. Um, so anything that releases dopamine, you should. That makes me think of uh, regulate at least in some fashion, right? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, it, you, it's uh, the weirdest part because it can happen to pretty watched, much anything. Uh, have you watched Black Mirror? Yeah, a little bit. There's yeah. an episode I think where they had a museum and every. Yeah, we wa- I watched that it. episode. Yeah. Yeah, one of the stories was written by Pendulette. Right. And there was the pain doctor that would have a. a, a an implant on his neck and then they would put a helmet on a patient and he would feel exactly what all the pain right where the, I remember this no, he could diagnose himself by actually feeling what the patient feels right and then he started like some I think he had a heart attack or some crazy shit one happened of the to ga- it. yeah one of the guys dies and oh yeah someone died and that damaged him in a way that only pain felt like pleasure mm-hmm. uh, so he started like hurting people so that he, like, he would get that mm-hmm. sensor thing happening in his brain he got addicted to hurting people legitimately by technology um, that's an interesting case study it's for a, yeah it's a really good case addiction. yeah it's it's one of those ones that people tend to not talk about because it is one of those things like especially in like kink community oh it's all about feeling good but you realize when you start diving deeper that it's not about doing that all the time right mm-hmm. you need moments of levity and clarity to where you're not just constantly engaging in that that rush because you'll get addicted and then that's when problems start happening. Yeah. Right? You should balance it out, right? Don't just go off the deep end. It doesn't work. It it never ends well. This is why I'm afraid to go to Vegas. Well, as long as you as long as you're regulating yourself, yeah. you should I mean, be I'm fine. not I'm not a gambler. Yeah. But uh I don't know. Like I, I don't know what it is. That I've heard so many stories, and there's some really fucked up movies about shit that happens in Vegas. Oh, yeah. It's because yeah, a lot of people with addictions go to Vegas. Yeah, it even gets a Thomas, reputation. Even Thomas told me like some of the weirdest shit that's ever happened to me, and it had nothing to do with casinos. 
has happened in Vegas. No, I hate to compound people. it, but I agree with that statement because yeah. the weirdest things that have happened to me happened in Vegas. Oh. In the areas around Vegas. Not Nola. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. That, that was, was actually that was a very not even on your mund- list of the no. weirdest shit. No, oh, no that was a very mundane trip. Oh. Besides, you know, being drunk in the middle of the afternoon, which is... Well, you got a lap dance, and you got, like, beats, and then you went and got gumbo. I, I have lived was, in quite the exciting life. That was, that, was, that was a lot of weird shit I never even thought you would do. Oh, man. Although Ikigon was pretty out there, too. Yeah, I have stories. <laughs> stories that I should not tell on this podcast. Yeah, and you have. I have you told, have told no, stories I that you really the, shouldn't have told on the podcast. That's fair. But I'm talking, like, some real... Whew, these are some yeah. zingers. I feel like if anyone watches this podcast from from zero to negative fifty two, they know us well. Yeah, like, kind of. Th- 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 kind. We haven't really hit anything about our backgrounds in the whole podcast. This is like a biography later on. It is. It is a biography. Once we like rob a bank and like get killed by the cops, somebody's gonna watch the podcast. It's like, oh, that's what happened. <laughs> it's gonna be a sperm bank. Like the whole. <laughs> Oh, uh, I still want to make that shirt. By the way, we gotta. I gotta figure oh, out. Oh yeah, what, uh, yeah. We gotta shop. figure. Have you, have you yeah. told her about it? No. I yeah, haven't. it's gonna be a shot glass like overflowing that says "Overcome." That's the next. That's the podcast <laughs> shirt. Yeah, there's there's a history yeah. there, and we talked about. Yeah, it sit quite on that one. Let it. Let you taste <laughs> it. <laughs> sit on that one. Uh, that's the best way to make the least of a mess. Yeah, right. Uh, mm, actually, in my experience, is usually way worse. Oh fuck! Worst um, part is you, know, you bring the legs up, jiggle a little, little, and make oh, sure it stays in there. Like a bully trying to get money. In. <laughs> that's so messed. Up. That's, what we, that's what we got there. Uh, we got there. <laughs> we made her cringe. I think we won these arguments. Yep, it's a it's a it's a winner podcast now. Winner podcast. It's a it's a good time. We should really do the podcast on like with a studio with people watching us. Oh no! Because I believe it'll be a challenge to like keep people quiet. Oh, sometimes. Because everybody's gonna go. Oh, ugh. not laughter. By the way, we're not comedians. No, uh, cringe but artists. We say we're cringe artists. <laughs> Uh, I think it was uh, Daniel Slaws. It's like I have unforgivable dialogue in the back of my mind that I don't say. Yes, <laughs> I definitely do. And he's like, eh, but like, but I know ten motherfuckers would. And he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna group chat with ten stand-up comedians. We say literally career-ending things every day. Yep. <laughs> like damn. Yep. I, I, I think I want to be a comedian just to hang out with other really fucked-up people. I mean, see if I can learn some things. Imagine doing like a supersized me type of show where like I'll become a stand-up comedian just as an experience. There's there a lot, there's a lot of stuff I don't say, especially not on the podcast. I think most people have a bit of a filter. Oh, I definitely do. Um, and considering the things we do say out loud, it, it seems like we don't have one. But it could get worse. Def- definitely do have a filter. This is the this is the filtered version. This is this is very much the vanilla shit. This is vanilla. <laughs> Oh, that's fucked up. I, I was I used to say that like that like I don't have a filter. I say whatever I think, which is not necessarily the case. There's still a filter. It's filtering way less than what you filter. Yeah, than, than uh, what most people. Or unless you don't even have the input to filter mm-hmm. the stuff I'm thinking. I just the hyperactivity. I'm always thinking of really yeah, fucked up I, shit. I think most people have a filter. I think that comes down to mostly like well, I mean. A lot of people think some pretty Ooh. messed up stuff. Transition visually, uh, there's also the filter for your, uh, uh, for your open mindedness. 
that's that some fair. people have a bigger, thicker filter than, than others. Right. Uh, and that's just a weird analogy. And yeah, but there's things that I also don't consider that filter to be inherently bad. No, I mean, right? some people are very skeptical of everything, including the truth. Yeah, it, it gets a little... <laughs> it's very dark. Everything in moderation. Yeah, so too thick a filter means you don't believe fucking anything. Right. You end up being this nihilistic, chaotic person that you don't... Like, yeah. nothing matters. Yeah, it's... It's not terrible. <laughs> not a... Uh, but it's... it's yeah. But it's, in my opinion, slightly better than the people who just believe everything because the filter has holes that fucking big. Yeah, it has giant and holes. Just anybody it, like, yeah. homeopathic medication is my, oh my fucking God. Like, how did they fucking rope you into this? You ever just hear people believe things? Uh, my favorite is healing there? crystals. The crystals. I've seen people with The look. crystals. The crystals or uh, tonal therapy. Oh God, the forks? Yeah, the <laughs> forks. The thing is that knowing so much about how tones work and how frequencies work, because I know a lot about that. It just doesn't click. It it doesn't make any sense. Because if you think of it like, oh, this is clearly healing. And it's like, uh, we look at cats and things like that. That that, that allows, it's like, no, that's not how any of this works. But it feels good, you see. You're, they are just, yes, vibrations feel good. Oh, yeah, I think we figured that one out. With the, yeah, with the, with, yeah, we, we figured that one out. <laughs> Which case, buy yourself a vibrator, don't get into tonal therapy. It does the exact same thing. Uh, um, <laughs> actually, the vibrator works way better. So I've heard. It, it, it really does. Um, a tonal vibrator. Just stick it in and ding! Well, I mean... <laughs> so I'm thinking of like a concave thing where you like you put it in there and it has like a series of tuning forks in it that all vibrate at a specific frequency. That would probably make you feel really weird. But... Um, <laughs> Will it do the trick? <laughs> but will it do the trick? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm an engineer. I'll figure it out. We <laughs> <laughs> have to patent that shit patent before it becomes. Shit, we're, yeah. we're publishing a podcast with this idea. Yeah. And I know it's gonna come out later. We're like, well, I saw this podcast, and one thing led one to thing another. One thing led to another. <laughs> and now we have something that vibrates at the frequency of 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 you know. I find uh, this human. fascinating. Uh, the the idea of a vibrating thing, uh, you you never really think about what's inside. Mm -hmm. You probably do. I mean, I. But most yeah. people have no idea what 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 makes the thing vibrate, mm -hmm. and it's legitimately something off balance spinning. Yep. Like a weight on yeah, the end it's, of a spinning thing. Yeah, it's 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 like a weight with a smaller, less weight on one side, and all they do is they put it in the middle and they spin it, and it forces it to jot from basically yeah, side to side. the center of gravitation back and forth, which mm -hmm. makes it feel like a vibration. Yep. Uh, I like the ones on like smartphones. It's like a little weight that just goes like that, mm -hmm. like a little piston. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the way they're usually. Are you serious? Are you on the show? No, you're not on the show. You want to be on the show? Come here. Now you. Yeah, okay. I knew well, you're gonna well, run away. Okay. The kitty goes away. I don't understand that cat. It's a very bipolar cat. Um. Yeah. That's. But, don't get into tonal therapy. <laughs> <laughs> like just don't, just don't. I'm so glad you kept track. I'm like, where do we start to we, we we started I lost, I lost we started at homeopathy. We got to tonal therapy. I that and like reflexology is just reflexology. And when there's like a magnet one too. Yeah, don't walk in there with your phones or any piercings. Piercings are not magnetic. Uh, depends on the piercing. Most of them are not. No, most of them are stainless steel. Yeah. 
Which or is, like surgical metal, either way, they're not magnetic. Yeah. And most people use plastic. Best part is, my, my favorite part is that there is definitely a way to turn surgical steel into a magnetic force. Oh, God damn it. Of course you would. <laughs> Just... How do you come up with this, you fucking supervillain? <laughs> I'm not a supervillain. Not yet. Not yet. You know what it takes, right? I do know what it takes. One bad day. One bad day. <laughs> But it's definitely a, it's definitely a way to uh, oh. to uh, to mess somebody up. I can just imagine like building something that could flow a current to make like a piercing magnetic, and then just someone puts I mean, it there's, on there. There's a whole thing. Have we talked about the electro? There's like a sexual toy that's electric. Don't yeah, you have one. Yeah, I have one. I yeah. have several. I actually have two. I have two uh, of those and one of a different type. God damn. Yeah, so I have two of those and then one of the different. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> there's a shirt right there yeah <laughs> two of one what is it two of one one of a different kind yeah two of one one of a different kind um yeah so yeah that's electricity and that's that's actually part of stimulation play i think i've talked a little bit about that before I, i'm yeah. pretty sure like four times at least <laughs> how do you get a number from that or no uh just thinking back oh, of geez. how many times of, of do you the remember all podcasts. the podcasts not all of them, just most of them. The, what do we talk about on the first podcast that you remember? Uh, first podcast was the uh, black hole. We talked that oh, was the primary yeah. was the black hole one. That's true. I remember. We talked that. a little bit about other things as well. Uh, that was the really long episode. I had a lot to talk about that episode too. Yeah, we so. split that into two episodes because it was too fucking long. It was very long. We should do that again. I think we should do that when we have company and there's. Mm -hmm. A whole lot of more information coming through than just I, dump shit that comes I mean, I could, our I could actually like do a full thing about real deep dives, but uh, yeah, I would want to actually have like a bunch of people here. You want to have like a, like a PowerPoint presentation on here? Yeah, I could have a PowerPoint like up the, there. What do you call it? Like, yeah, I want like like Tim Cook or uh, yeah. Steve Jobs doing the yeah, the, the keynote. Little, that's what yeah, it's called. The keynotes, yeah, and I have like one of those expandable like pointers well they have a laser now like the remote has a laser yeah but i want to use lasers around a camera oh no it's up here i mean yeah i mean i can do this i wonder if you could see the laser on the on the chroma key i never thought about that there's I mean, a red green, light i mean red should be yeah fine. it'll cancel out the, the effect and you will see the red yeah right it's kind of like when you put something in front of it that's not green you see it so i would think the dot would appear and then disappear i would hope yeah, you can actually kind of point it back and point at something. Point I mean, at no, something. No, you can just with the reach that we have, you can point. Yeah, at you anything. just point. This is this is this <laughs> yeah, is where the BS happens. With <laughs> where the BS happens. I, I would have said bullshit, but I thought it would be funnier. For the BS. <laughs> I don't yes. know. Sometimes not when cursing. You explain is the joke is way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a game that we should play. What it got? Um, uh, what is it called? Oh boy, um. It has Jack Black as the main character, the main voice actor, and it is and, uh, no, 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 no. It's a it's a video game. Oh, Metal a uh, Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend. Yes, it was a metal game. It was a. I've yeah. played that several I have times. Not played that. I've played it several times. It is quite a good game. I've heard. Yeah, it yeah, is I've definitely underrated classic. Is there like there's cameos from like uh, actual rock stars? Oh right? yeah, uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Motherfucker. What makes you think you're welcome in this show, huh? Say hi to Lestat. This guy's a dick. Look at him. Look at him. I'm a kitty cat. I'm a kitty cat. I'm a kitty cat. <laughs> no. Nope. I think the kitty. I think the kitty would like to go down. Okay. Don't be mean to the pussy. 
Be nice yeah, to the pussy. Treat it nice. Yeah, got it. You got have to it. treat it nice. You have to pet it a certain way, otherwise it will bite you. <laughs> I still haven't seen teeth, and that should be a Patreon content right there. Oh, you haven't seen teeth. You know what it is, right? Oh, oh yes. I, I have been described this movie, yes, but I have not seen is. a single picture on that movie. Uh, and it's terrifying. They're just the concept. I'm scared of watching it. Uh, it, I thought it was really funny, but I like nothing. Is that a B movie? Sort of I like nut shots. <laughs> Sorry, I just understood. Hits that. to the dick is like one of my favorite things. Yeah, that's what we're gonna go with Jackass. That's why we're watching Jackass. I like Jackass. Like I, I the thing. Okay, it's a guilty pleasure. Isn't it, it? it really is a guilty pleasure. Because a lot of people are like there's like no actual comedy or no, there's really not. But for some reason, I really like nut shots. But I hate peas. <laughs> <week>. <laughs> That's the next year you can, Peace can go fuck itself Or fuck themselves I don't know Itself It is an object uh, <laughs> It is an object I, I don't think the peas will mind If I object. it peas is it. plural Yeah it's true Because it would be a single pea So a pea can fuck itself Itself This pea itself This pea specifically It's a picture of a pea yeah, just one pea. Pea can go fuck itself. Yeah, pea can fuck itself. So yeah, the last episode after the politics, we talked about how much he hates peas. I hate peas, and, I, I, and it's it's very unreasonable hate. I that you yeah, have for peas. I don't like peas. I, I really don't. But we talked about that last episode. So, but today we're gonna talk about olives. Yeah, what I like going olives. On with olives? I, I don't know. I why do you what, like them? I I enjoy the saltiness of them. <laughs> They're very salty. What is that shit that's inside of them? They're usually like a hole through them. Uh, yeah, they usually put another type of, like, a, another thing. I, I normally have pitted or unpitted olives, so they have little pitted. seeds in them. Yeah, yeah. and you like um, that? Yeah, I, I, I like the, I like those. Where do, you, where do you first try them? Uh, my mom actually had them try me on nachos. It was the first place I ever tried them. They put them on nachos? Uh, white people do. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but like I had them... I had them on, on that, and then I, was, I had them on, um, uh, it was a uh, pasta salad. It's a, it's a type of salad, basically, it's just cold pasta that's dipped yeah. around in a sauce, and they had, I had olives on that, and that was actually really good. And so I just, ever since, I really liked them. I, I don't like, I occasionally eat them by themselves, but I typically like them on a blander food, because they are very salty, and they have a very pungent taste. Um... It's very similar to the Japanese umeboshi, almost. That doesn't help me. No. That's a terrible point of comparison. The terrible point of comparison, <laughs> which is just a very salty, sour uh, sea berry. It's, a, it's like a... <laughs> Your descriptions are wonderful. I don't think they get the point across. No, um, probably not. <laughs> It kind of looks like a red... something else that I might have eaten. Oh, man. There's the thing is I don't know what you've eaten. Well, you can get something. I don't know, pickles? Is it close to pickles? Pickles. Close to pickles. Okay. Close to pickles. Think this of like what, a very... They, they seem served the same similar... Yeah, fashion. think of like a... What is the whole concept of putting olives in a fucking martini? Um, what does that mean? Well, it's can an somebody add of tell salt. Me? It's an add of salt. It's something that's salt and very So it's like vinegary. the salt and some like lime a, and tequila? Yeah, is yeah. the same shit? It's the same shit. Oh. Like you, you olives like, Are they like white people things? Is that what they are? Like, I mean, they I'm come from Italy, so I'm assuming... Oh well, that makes sort of makes sense. No, that doesn't. No, <laughs> I come from like Italy, it's Greece, European. and European. 
Okay. It's interesting. It's, yeah, it's more of like a European thing. Not really a. I mean, not really a, like America's thing, but there's a lot of olives that happen over in the in the. I heard that like tomatoes used to be poisonous, and then like they came from. Well, they definitely. I don't know if they were always poisonous in but Europe when they picked them up from from America. That I'm pretty sure is not true. It's not true okay. because they were cultivated before then. Yeah, but they were not edible. Well, they were they. Yeah, I think that no, because oh. there, there are some some. I, I might have older history. recipes. I just remember that, reading about that, and I'm like, wait, what? What? Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hard to focus now. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I th I think it was just like. It might have been a myth. I have no idea. I think it was a myth because I, I remember that there are some very old recipes that I that I've seen that use tomatoes. It drives me insane to find out that something that I just it sounded around like close to right and you didn't look it up. Mm -hmm. and then you later on you read shit. I was like, oh no, I, yeah. I, the thing I assumed was wrong the whole fucking I think, time. Um, Tasting History on YouTube goes over the history of tomatoes. Okay. And he, I'll look it up. he does he does a good job explaining the whole history of tomatoes. I recently found out that uh, I think it was one of those channels that uh, they bring in back hydrox hydroxy? Yeah, the hydroxy. We talked about this last week. We yeah. did. Okay, the yeah. original Oreo thing, they're bringing them back and they're actually on Amazon right now. Um, so we get to, some and we do we a taste order comparison. A bunch of, yeah. We should do a taste comparison. We should do a blind taste comparison, first of all. Oreo versus Hydrox? Yes. Hydroxy? Blind taste comparison. See which one we like better. Okay. So, um, so you order them and we'll have to be blindfolded because they have a different pattern on them. Yeah. So somebody has to feed them to us. Someone has to feed them to us. All right. All right, we we have someone in the in the audience. Somebody in the audience can. raise their hands. Yeah. That's yeah. Somebody happens. in the audience raise their hand. You want to feed us Oreos? <laughs> okay, we got an okay. That's good enough for me. She's been volunteered. Yep, voluntold. <laughs> voluntold, like an employee. All right. Um, yeah, so we got to do a blind test. That 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 would be some good extra content. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, um, the other uh, what was I talking about that I learned from? Oh no, that, that's some other deep dive that I did, but the QRT code. The QRT keyboard. Mm -hmm. I heard a myth that the reason it changed or it was alphabetical and they changed it because people were too fast at it and they had to slow people down. Um, that doesn't sound right at all. The, yeah, that would be the exact opposite. I heard it before, and I thought it'd be the exact opposite. It'd be faster to do it that way because with the QRT. The, yeah, Q W E R T. Why be, is that? Why is that faster? Because you have all of your vowels in different parts of your fingers. Interesting. Because, like, if you look at the way it is... Well, so right? the, 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 the real reason they changed it from alphabetical to accuracy is because on typewriters, the more commonly used letters would be too close to each other and they would get stuck. Because oh. if you click one too fast, you know, it's like a big lever mm -hmm. that clicks, and before this one comes back, if one near it does goes down, it pinches it down, and they, they get trapped a lot. And people were particularly fast at typing, especially with the alphabetical keyboard. But yeah, so, so what they purposely the did on that QRT, yeah. they just separated all the the letters that are more common usage. They're further from each other. That's the only purpose they made that keyboard at. It makes sense. And uh, and that just translated into other keyboards that didn't even have that issue with the with mm -hmm. the hammers. Um, and then somebody actually designed a whole other keyboard, completely designed to have the most common letters closer to each other, so you can get more work. Basically, more words per minute. It was like a guaranteed, like they tested and everything. It's guaranteed to speed your to speed your typing, but to change that happened like way later on, 
when people are very much used to the QRT. This, mm -hmm. So I think just the translation from one keyboard to the other is going to take a long time and it's not worth it. Well, stenographers use a completely different keyboard from what I'm I've heard was, of this. Was, was used for. And it's and it's it looks weird. So <laughs> It might be the one I'm thinking about. It might be the one that was, you're thinking of. I forgot the name of it, but it was intended for uh, efficiency. So you can type more words because all the, the commonly used letters are closer, which is fixing the opposite program, the, the opposite problem that we're trying to solve when they went from alphabetical to the quality. Yeah. We're separating the common letters so that it didn't fuck the computer up. Mm -hmm. Now that we don't need that, they're bringing them close in the middle. I believe it's similar to like mirrored and inside out, something like that, mm -hmm. so that the, the outer letters are in. I don't know. There was something about that that was fascinating. Um, I don't know. I have fat fingers, so I tend to like smack my own finger do you I'm, really yeah when i'm typing up here like my uh what is that h and j they sometimes hit each other did you ever t took like the training where you had to put your fingers on the letters that have the little nudges yeah yeah i did i did that you did that i yeah. I, I i took that class and didn't care like it didn't work for me like they tell like nah this is not good yeah so i still type across the board over and over like i'm all over the place and, and i have this weird tendency to make to make a mistake without looking at the screen, I don't type looking at the screen, I type I'm looking at my keyboard. Mm -hmm. And I know I made a mistake, I know how many spaces to go back to fix that mistake. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I have like four letters over, click, 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 and I fix the problem without looking up and I look up, like, yep, I fixed it right. So like I'm fixing problems I'm not even looking at, I just know I made the mistake and trace back. Yeah, I, I definitely, I don't look at the screen the entire time, you'll see me like I'm like this. I think that's because of piano mostly. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Because you, you play the keyboard like a piano. I, yeah, I play the I play that keyboard like a piano where I'm looking down at my hands. I'm also not terribly good at the piano. I want to learn piano. Uh, I think my mom always wanted me to learn piano too. It's a long process. Is it? Well, that sucks. Well, just start learning and just do it every day and you'll be fine. Yeah, I'll eventually get good. It's, yeah, it's once I'm in my 40s and shit like No, it takes you less time than that. Oh, okay. If you do it every day, it'll take you way less time than that. Okay. You you'll develop the muscle memory. Just want to like learn, like be able to make songs. That's the one thing I think I would have been doing if I had no have a guitar or any other instrument where you can make a primary instrument for a fucking accordion. Didn't you? Did you learn accordion? Yeah, I learned, I'm learning accordion. You still working on it? Yeah. Hey hey hey! It's hard to do. Um, it's hard to do that every single day, especially with my work. Oh. So it's hard to learn an instrument with. Do you have work. roommates? Do they mind? Uh, it, the accordion is a little loud, yeah. It's not the most pleasant it's instrument to hear in close quarters. Not learning, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure even if we're out walking to your house, it's like, dude, outside, bro, this is loud. Yeah, it, it is loud. Like when you actually like give it some are ridiculous loud, yeah. When you actually give it some some good air in there, yeah. Like I'm normally playing it like literally like a quarter capacity, if not less. Just trying to be nice. Just trying to be nice and not make any noise. But like if I actually give it like an actual performance, like really pull on it. Oh yeah. Oh man, it is very loud. Um, <laughs> I just realized all of that I could cut into a clip that you only say those last things, and I can make it dirty. That sounds good. I mean, I don't. You don't have to. You I can just say it, it for way. you. <laughs> <laughs> Pay for a cameo here. Yeah. <laughs> Say something embarrassing in this podcast. I dare you. Say something embarrassing on this podcast? Besides <laughs> all the stuff I've already said? The problem is I don't think I have much left. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of stories. The podcast is over. Uh, we got to go make new ones. Oh, no. I definitely have stories. Go I just make... don't have embarrassing stories. Oh, fair enough. You're proud of all of them. Yeah, I'm proud <laughs> of all of them. Honestly, I'm, the problem is that that's also not true because I'm not necessarily embarrassed of the stories that I've told. That is appropriate. Nothing is impossible. <laughs>
That's fair. Um, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf makes a good point. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, besides, you know, anti-gravity and all the rest of that, you know. Besides anti-gravity? The stuff, yeah, and, and, yeah, besides the stuff that is impossible. Oh, anti-gravity is not possible. Yeah. I don't know where you were going with that comment. I'm like, wait, what? As far as we know, anyway. Math, math, mathematically, it doesn't make sense, you know. Anyway, I watched a thing on Neutronium the other day, so I'm a little oh, scienced shit. up. Um, it's actually something that I figured out that a lot of my siblings and a lot of people in my family do. We all just watch the same exact content. That was fascinating. Uh, Thomas came over and like stayed over for a few days. Mm-hmm. And like the next morning, I could hear what he was listening to. He has a big-ass TV that he could watch videos on, but he watches shit on his phone. Uh, and okay. I was like listening to what he's listening to, and like that's the same shit I watch. Like he like he's following the same fucking YouTube channels. Which is really weird like, when Fat I have Fiend, uh, Stephen Colbert, uh, Philip DeFranco. It was uh, weird because like you don't you and I don't have very similar watch histories at all. No, no, not even close. You show me weird shit. Yeah. And every now and then I bring something that I thought was pretty common and you've never heard of it either. So yeah. Like, so like our. Our search histories are very different. Yeah. I mean, sure. I had people that, like, I watch a lot of science stuff and history stuff. Well, you got me into uh, Stuff Made Here. Yeah, Stuff I Made Here. I started watching it. Uh, in this isn't, it isn't it cool? Yeah, that dude's straight up nerd. Like, yeah, nerd very time. nerdy. But he makes some of the coolest stuff. God, yeah, I love that. he's got a really bad uh, camera presence. Yes. And so does his girlfriend or wife or that girl is always with him. Yeah, his know. wife, yes. Is his wife? Okay. They look related for a second. I'm like, hey. They also act like siblings. It does. They don't act mm-hmm. like a couple. <laughs> so I was like, I don't, are they related? I don't know. Um, anyway, but that it's just that, that that's fascinating. There's a bunch of like tools and shit. Yeah. I also introduced that channel to my brother, who is in engineering. Mm-hmm. Like he's at uh, San Luis. He just moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's starting his career. Uh, not a career. He's like the rest of his college, I guess. Mm-hmm. He's got another scholarship over there. Very and, uh, Very he, exciting. He owns two 3D printers. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a nerd. Uh, I think he won. I, I show you that poster. Like he won some kind of a yeah. He won an award. An award. Yeah. He designed a, a a windmill made out of uh, the light sensitive. The what do you call it? Uh, oh my god! The panels to get in electricity. Solar from the panels. Solar panels. He made a windmill out of solar panels. Neat. It's just like what? That's pretty cool. It's a really cool concept. Yeah. Yeah, Knowing won't. what I know about solar panels, that sounds very hard to do. But it was a cool idea. Yeah, it was a cool idea. It's a very cool idea. You can invent things that don't work. Speaking of which, you I invent a lot of stuff that, that don't work. <laughs> well, you have to. You, Actually, I usually do the exact opposite. I specifically invent things that cannot work. <laughs> why? Why for? Uh, <laughs> proof of concept, really. <laughs> oh fuck! It's my job. It's my job to prove people wrong. Not to be right. Not to be right. <laughs> That's like a lawyer. Yeah. I think it was, uh, I was thinking Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about how most people in politics are lawyers. They're law manager Yeah, they're guys. law people. It's like, where's like the fucking rest of the humans? Like, there's all kinds of careers that you you would think that the politicians are like a representat- representation of all yep. the careers that, nope. Nope. That's not a thing. It's just, it's all lawyers. Some businessmen. Yeah. It's mostly lawyers. And it's like a lawyer is someone who gets paid to argue a point that he's being paid to defend, not whether a right or is right or wrong. Yep. They're li- literally amoral agents in a in a debate. That's what they are. Amoral agents. And so that's so, getting a little political. All right. Which well, was I thought last it was, week. Yeah, yeah, it was last week, sorry. 
I just thought it was fascinating. That, no, it's, like, a, it's a good point, though. Yeah. The, you know, being a lawyer means defending something you don't give a shit about. Yep. <laughs> it's just, I don't care if I'm wrong or right. I'm not defending it with passion. I'm defending it with money. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's it. And, you know, the thing is, like, you can basically do that in science, too, where you're just, you would, you try and do the experiment that the last scientist propped up, right? Because they said that they did an experiment and they came out with this result. Yeah, you right? have to replicate So it. when you replicate the experiment and it's wrong... Mm -hmm. you go back and tell them you're wrong. This, or at least these are my findings and they are way different from your findings and here's mm -hmm. why I think those findings are different. Yeah. Um, which is the proper way of doing it. And I do that a lot in my job. Just to prove people wrong. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of people who think something is a good idea that is not. And you have to demonstrate it to and be You incorrect. have to demonstrate, yes. Yeah, because very often... They Your assume they are not correct. enough. Yes. Well, yeah, and even if you know better, they're not going to believe you right. based on your word. Yeah. You have to show, wow. And there's a lot of that that happens, not only in the scientific community, but also in things, places like the key community, right? Yeah. You gotta, they assume something is correct, and that is not always true. You need to do the test anyway. Mm -hmm. You need to do the experiment anyway. Or you need to show why it is incorrect in some form or fashion, right? I can think of, a lot of stuff, including places like Rope, where an assumption was made and someone got hurt. So you don't make the assumption. You go ahead and do either the test. You, In this case, you ask, right? You make sure that you know what's going on, right? Rather than making an assumption, because when you do that, people get hurt. And yeah, it can be a little unflattering, a little unsexy at times, but it's always better to know. Yeah. It's always better to know. That, um, that that philosophical question was asked to Neil deGrasse Tyson at some point. Is it better to know or not to know? And it's like, well, immediately your knee-jerk reaction is to know, right? It's better to know. But when you don't know, you do more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's when you do the research, when you don't know. Right. The moment you know, you get pacified by that information and think that's all we need to know and that there's always more. Right, yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I'm talking about. It's like... We, you should never assume that you know, right? Assume that you don't know and that you need to know. It's very close to my, my Instagram thing, analyze your reality. It's like my Instagram tag. Mm -hmm. um, that was like a In this case, analyze your kink. Hey, there's a, a shirt. Analyze your kink, yeah, right? Ideas, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta write this shit down or I'm gonna lose it. Uh, yeah, that's that's actually a big one. That That would be one that I would give to the general kink community. Analyze your kink, you know? There are some things that I personally disagree with in kink that I don't do, right? But yeah. it is, I have actually done the deep dive on those kinks, right? It's not like I, I would, um, kink shaming is not something that I do frequently, unless it is something <laughs> you're that, right. unless I'm right, right? If I can prove that it is a bad kink, oh man, I'm going to kink shame. Can you give me some examples of a bad kink? Uh, not on the podcast. Why not? Because they are very bad. Oh. <laughs> are you scared? Uh, d d yes. Oh, very great. much so. But you can pretty much think about it. Generally speaking, if it's illegal, it's a bad kink. Uh, oh, I see. Fair if, enough. If it's illegal in more places than just one. If it's illegal all around the world, chances are it's a bad kink. If it's illegal, like, in two or three cities. Like, if it's okay, illegal... It. It, no, it's a little bit more broad than that. If it's illegal pretty much everywhere yeah then it's then it's a bad kink <laughs> like i you can think of at least four or five different I things i need you to quote the shirt that i wrote earlier uh, some kinks are available in your jurisdiction yes yeah. 
That's the shirt right there. That's yeah, and if it's available in your jurisdiction, chances are I probably don't actually have a solid argument. <laughs> yeah. You know, I do a lot of thinking about, like, what is morally correct or if I can think about this in a way that would justify the moral correctness, right? Yeah, but I think I have an issue with, like, the whole moral versus legal system because they don't coincide in a lot of places. Right, right. But generally speaking, right, if you can think of something as moral, you can, it is generally considered legal. Or the the inverse is true, right? You can do the inverse. If something is considered legal, there is a, an option for you to discuss whether it is moral or not. Yeah. It's definitely, one is a platform that can lead to the other. They aren't mutually exclusive. So um, can something be immoral because it's illegal? Uh, something can definitely be immoral because it's illegal. Hmm. And something... Um, Typically would be things like um, you wouldn't consider uh, uh, it gets a little extreme at those <laughs> points. Some things that we probably shouldn't talk about on the cop Damn. podcast, but I'm maybe think bonus examples where, where, where the, the, the legality of it affects the morality. I don't think they are connected. Um, I don't think it would. Like, it shouldn't, anyway, in my opinion, but I, maybe I have a different perspective on that. Uh, it depends on, on what... Because legality is, is more of a collective thought, right? When you think it's of... It's supposed to be, but it's not. So any, I mean, cur currently there are things that are, like, legal that shouldn't be and things that are illegal that pretty much everybody agrees shouldn't be illegal. Right. So what? Like, ones like uh, weed and things like that. Yeah. Right? But the... Well, you have also like, things I think Joe like Rogan, the, things like acid and mushroom should be legalized, too. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's out there. I tend to agree with that. But but yeah, like but they're not the same as weed. Right, they're definitely can not. can kill you. <laughs> right. But, you know, everything in moderation, yada, yeah. yada, yada. Um, but when something is illegal because of the collectivist of it, right? Because of the collective should, right? Mm -hmm. Not everybody should go out and, you know, take all the water from the local river and dra drain it dry. So and it sell it. And sell it. <laughs> uh, you and I can both agree that that would be... That is not only illegal, but also immoral. Because that is everyone taking the water at once. But it's not immoral because it's illegal. That's immoral, objectively. Right, but so the, my, the, the my, original, my, the original point, one was that it is both illegal and immoral. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible for them to coincide. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm saying, the, the phrase that I asked was, if something can be immoral because it's illegal. So doing illegal behavior makes it immoral. Because I've heard this with, with, with marijuana, really, mm -hmm. where somebody's like, well, he smokes weed, therefore, that, that's immoral. And right. Like, but you're, you claim your morality comes from the Bible. Well, something that can be, well, um... You know, where does the Bible say that we, you know, but it's like, why is it immoral just because it's, it's hard illegal? To, it's hard to find a, a less extreme example than the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, we're going there, all right? Yeah, because I can bring it up to the extreme where it, where it works, Right. Albeit barely, um, but anything less than that, it I become I get into a problem, right? Because I'm thinking of. Um, it, it also would depend on where your morality lies. Is also a problem, right? Because mm -hmm. morality is some is subjective, right? Yeah. So your morals would be right here, and this is taking morality and moving it into the collective subjective. Morality is also subjective. Well, legality there's, is not supposed to be. Yeah, but it becomes voted on, which makes it which makes it the opinion of the right? majority at the time. But it's supposed to be more set in stone, right? Yeah. And for ah! that, heh. get it, set in stone. 
and because of that, we can determine that it being a more, not necessarily wholly objective, a more objective system than mm. morality, which is a constantly changing subjective. Hmm. Um, you got deeper than I could catch up with. <laughs> okay. Um, but one level of abstraction. One level of abstraction. <laughs> Track it back. Um, but oh, hell. in that sense, um, the, there is a collective subjectivity of morality. Mm -hmm. The common framework we use is goes back to things like the Bible, right? Of what yeah. the, the, as the nation itself holds as the subjective like morality. Bill Maher said that like, there's only like two commandments that are technically laws, mm -hmm. which is the don't kill and mm -hmm. don't steal. Don't kill, don't steal. That's the only thing. Everything else doesn't matter. Morality is just not a crime. Mm -hmm. To <laughs> like coveting, George Coveting was a coveting creates jobs, leave it the fuck alone. Yeah. <laughs> Coveting's a good thing. That's what keeps the economy going. Um, but... Uh, Sorry, keep keep going. Oh no, no, you're good. That's a, it's a good tangent. It's a oh. good tangent. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a like it's one of those things. Like, why is it that we don't have things that should be legal illegalized? Like, in my opinion, like making a kid when you're not ready to parent. Like we make people take licenses to drive a car because you could hurt someone. The the licenses to for but children. You can, you, but you can yeah. make a kid that could kill a lot of people. Yeah. And it's not your fucking fault. Yeah. And in um, most cases, like, you can trace back some serial killers is because they have shitty parenting that ended up turning I would say psychos. most of the time. <laughs> so, I don't know the actual statistic on that, but I would like to see it. I want to see how many people, like, do, do more people die from, like, serial killers who got fucked up as child, uh, as children or, or car accidents? And if there is a significant yeah, comparison there, is it there, really should be illegal to make a kid when you're not ready to be a parent. Yeah, that well, the, you get into some fuzzy stuff there. For sure. Yeah, it's that's just my fuzzy. personal opinion that I think most people yeah. that are parents shouldn't be parents. <laughs> I tend to agree with that yeah. opinion. I might, I might even include myself on that list. I would I include could, myself on that list. Yeah, you shouldn't be a dad. I should. Not. Even though you you act very daddy like, sorry, poppy like. <laughs> <laughs> very fatherly. Very fatherly. You're a very calm dude. I, I, I never, tried to be. Like, i never seen you lose your shit. No, you didn't see me get punched in the face and I didn't lose it. That's true. I mean, you saw the same for me, so I didn't. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's Actually, why you it's got probably punched, because I got punched and you were defending me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I got punched. I got punched twice. That was fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, that was, that was weird. Um, it was a weird... It was it was the best <laughs> of times. It was the worst of times. It's <laughs> <laughs> just one of those... That's the story that comes to mind when it's like, how much of a... I don't want to say pussy, but mostly pacifistic I am. Mm -hmm. I don't want to fight anybody. I just don't have the urge to ever hurt anyone. Um, it's very different from me. Yeah. <laughs> you have very, to fight that shit. You have voices in your head. I definitely... I cannot confirm nor deny the fact that I have voices in my head. <laughs> Which is how I'm going to phrase that. I love that... Uh, <laughs> I think it was Lucy K that said some shit like... Uh, the, the therapist was asking, do you have suicidal thoughts? And he's like, no. <laughs> so if I say yes, you press the button. I go down to the fucking asylum. I know exactly how this works. <laughs> I can confirm that I do not hear voices. <laughs> Sometimes. 
No, I want to leave it there. Oh. I have nothing else to add to that com to that to that phrase. No comments. No comments later. That what is, do you say about the thing people think saying that that, that was that w- that was a perfect way to phrase cop that. out. That was a perfect way to phrase it. <laughs> That's a perfect right? cop out. It's a perfect cop out. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Oh, but it's that brings me to Daniel Slaz when it's like, it's like if you act like for example like if you don't hurt people because you don't have any violent tendencies you don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah, it's like I, I argue you're a better person than me because I also don't do that, but I have voices to compete with. <laughs> this is this, this. I definitely have feelings to compete with. Feelings. <laughs> I don't. Again, I don't got voices to compete with, but I have feelings, and sometimes when I have a debate with myself. Sometimes the other guy's winning. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy's making really good points. Yeah, the, yeah. It's like I have debates with myself. That, and what uh, is it? Emperor's New Groove is it the one with like the yeah, yeah like the devil's like you know he's blah, 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 and the the, the no, angel no, comes no. like you know he's got a point. No, no, he's got a point. <laughs> it's like wait, what? You guys start. This is fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's uh, that that's the the hardest part about it is that like sometimes because I do it like I said I debate with myself a lot. Me too. Sometimes I win most of those arguments. Sometimes I lose though, and that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Sometimes you lose the argument to yourself. You gotta change it. But that means you also won it. Uh, yeah, but it's definitely not the one that you wanted to win. <laughs> it, that's that's probably the the hardest part. I, I about being an adult, honestly, is about losing the argument with yourself and then changing. <laughs> Getting very metaphysical in this. In this wow, podcast. we need to we need to interview a schizophrenic. Rest in peace, Bracha. Oh, that's Bracha Coleman. Yeah, the, the schizophrenic we knew is. Uh, he was fascinating. I always wanted cool to record guy. a podcast with him, and we didn't start a podcast till like a year after he died. Yeah, yeah. He would have been a a very fun person to interview. That would have been so fun. Every conversation I had with him was fucking a blast. Mm-hmm. It was the weirdest shit. Lots of laughs. Oh, lots of laughs. He, he was an absurdist. Of... Uh, he lots of things. He made me question a lot of stuff. Yeah, he made me question a lot of stuff. Like the, a lot of the more uh, metaphysical aspects of of philosophy. Yeah, it was. He was it, a Nietzsche guy. He, he was a Nietzsche guy, but he was the. Here's the crazy part. He wasn't. He wasn't as deterministic as I thought he would be. No. Um, like he's you turned Christian halfway through his fifties, which. Weird. Yeah, I turned Christian halfway from through his atheist. 50s. From an atheist who wrote a short story about fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, there's Talking with him was not what I expected. Mm-hmm. You, you, you go in with a feeling of like, ah, yes, this guy is... He's an old guy. He's an older guy. He clearly has something, you know, that's not quite right. It's not quite normal. That's how I prefer to phrase that. Not quite normal. And when you go in with the thing, oh, he has schizophrenia... I'm going to think he acts this way, and he didn't. It, mm-hmm. It's completely different. Like you weren't. I, to be honest, I didn't go in there with him to, with getting any amount of insight from him. But that was completely <laughs> wrong. Oh no, he he was a fascinating. Very guy very insightful, to. and it was it was a quite trip, and I I do miss him. Yeah, I still have a, a necklace he made that I wear very often with my logo. He made mm-hmm. that. Like we actually cast it. I remember it fixing out of, it. Uh, oh yeah, at some point it broke, and you fixed it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's a logo that we it's my logo. We made it out of wax, and then he took it to a place that they cast it out. So we're like, dude, that's mm-hmm. the coolest shit. I was just amazed by the whole process, mm-hmm. uh, and he was so proud of it. Every time he saw it, I'm like, yeah, I made this. Like, yeah, yeah. he pointed at me. Ah, uh, 
Yeah, that's a good time. So, Miss well, that guy. We took a we, shot to him not long ago, right? It mm -hmm. was like a 360 footage of like just taking, like yep, talking taking, about him and taking shots. Uh, taking shots. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we need much. honestly, I we need to get more people who are who are like that. Yeah, into need, the podcast and and talk yeah. about their experience. I think it would be really good. I, I had a really coworker good. who who was blind and he's a Twitch streamer. They are a Twitch streamer. That's the other thing that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So I recently found a game. It's on Steam. That's um, a a magic adventure. It's a, it's a, like an RPG, mm -hmm. right? That has no visuals whatsoever. So it's like an, on computer. It's, it yep, completely. The command uh, game. Yeah, I've heard of this. It, well, it's it's like a it's like Skyrim. Command. Yeah. No, 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 not not right of command. It's like Skyrim. Uh huh. With no visuals, it's all audio. Oh, there's audio. It's all audio. Huh. It is really cool. I looked at it and I was like, wow, this is something I want to kind of play on the podcast. Let's play it on VR. Because I don't know if they have a VR It's version. a joke. No visuals. That Why would there be a VR? Well, like the, the headset, right? And the ability to maneuver. Oh, so you do things with your hands. You okay. do things with your hands got that it, is it. completely invisible. But I know that there's a computer game out there. I don't remember the name of it. I'm very sorry. I should have had it for the podcast. But... Um, I will next week. I will next yeah, yeah. week. I'll have the. I'll have this. But I wanted to play See, we, it. We already hooked him for the last show. Now we're hooking him for the next show. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now. <laughs> next yeah. show we'll talk about politics too. And <laughs> uh, no, we can't talk about politics next show. What? We because we already talked about this show. Oh we, yeah, we did. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, this joke is gonna keep going. But that's that is definitely a game that I do want to play on the podcast, or at the very least, play it and then talk about our experiences on this because. That seems That's like a really interesting, interesting. Yeah. A really interesting. Did you ever play uh, the game? The Black Mirror sort of control show? I don't no. Know. There's a there, Black Mirror made a show uh, on Netflix that you need I think you need like a PlayStation controller or a smart TV with a directional pad to control the story. And halfway through the story like you have to make a decision like should I do, drink this beer or throw it away or Something Little, like that. Yeah. Very video game like, but there's actual scenes that were filmed. Kind of like, your, uh, your yeah, kind of like a, um, who is the the game director that does a lot of that stuff? He did like, um, Mar um the rain. Or he did like called? heavy rain. Heavy he rain. did, um, the storytellers. Yeah, big storyteller things where you affect the story. Yeah. Um, what was the Android one? I don't remember. Beyond Human. Oh, I, I think. never saw that one. Was it Beyond Human? What was the. Uh, Detroit Become Human. That's what it is. That's what it's called. Right. And then Beyond Two Souls was the other one he did. That's what I'm thinking of. Interesting. Um, yeah, he does a lot of those. Like you, you impact the story based on. But the apparently, this you was make. a pre-existing uh, genre before that there were books that you could choose. The oh story. yeah, choose your own adventure story. Choose your own adventure. I love I believe those. there is a book. There's a classic choose your own adventure book in the show, as a reference to what you're doing right now. Like you're literally doing it, but with a, um, a Netflix show. It was it was by Black Mirror. It's very Black Mirror-y. Um, some of my favorite games are actually choose-your-own games. Like, mm. they're games where you have a story, and then it has a lot of people, like, alternate endings and choosing your own path. Um, Let's just write in with the deviancy that we have. What games do you know that are played incorrectly by your friends? Um, like, it's more fun to play this other way. Because <laughs> that reminds me of, like, the Jenga I made. Mm -hmm. I made a Jenga set with, like, half of the words, uh, like, half of the blocks say, shot. Mm -hmm. like in the center that you wouldn't see until you already pulled it out mm -hmm. right uh, so if you pull one that says shot you have to take a shot mm -hmm. now I feel like I should tr like trick ones like choose who takes a shot or 
Yeah, yeah. almost make it like a like a game a of whole it, card game, like... but with the with the Jenga blocks. Also, I had a tradition of like that's why I own two Jenga sets, and one is for the shots, and one doesn't have shots. But I also bought those two because we used to celebrate nine eleven with double Jenga and like a pentagonal cake. Yep. Uh, that nobody can eat until you can get an, a paper airplane across the room into the cake. Mm-hmm. That's the tradition. You have to hit the cake. You have to hit the cake with a, a little paper airplane. That was fun. And then everybody can eat it. It was a good time. Um, but yeah, we, we've celebrated 9-11 a couple of times now. I think we did it on the podcast once. No, we never did it on the we podcast. We never put the, the towers? No? Oh. Uh, I think... Uh, should... No, wait. No, we did put the towers. We didn't do the, the cake, though. No, not the cake. I have no idea how to make a pentagonal cake. That was a friend of mine. That oh, there's, there's, there's molds. There's just pentagonal molds? There's right, pentagonal molds. That. We gotta paint it like a building and put little windows and shit. That that gets very complicated. I don't actually know how to do all of that. Do you really? I know how to bake quite well. Do they pre? <laughs> the stupidest question. Do they three D print cakes, candy? Yeah. Is that a thing see yet? Why not? Yeah. Because I know they started making foods. Yeah. With like a three D printer that would actually put ingredients. Yeah. I know uh, the the Giorno machine three D prints pizzas. Have you seen those? Yeah. The vending machines. Yeah. It's in other countries. I don't think they have them here, but. I'm excited. Like print the dough and then. I'm excited it. straight up for the Cyberpunk 2077 style, like 3D print everything. 20, 20 what? It's like a video game. You told me about that video game. Didn't they take it out of the store or something? I took it off of PlayStation and Xbox and they put it back on Xbox. I don't know if they put it back on oh, PlayStation. Oh, is it because they, they can't handle it? Yeah. I mean, my version works mm. well enough. Yeah, I have not played it, but I heard it's futuristic, so that's pretty much all I know. It's, it's pretty good. Is it Utopia or Dystopia? Neither. Oh, just realistic. It's very realistic. Oh, okay. Like it's a solid like. Oh, okay. Makes this sense. is kind of what I expect this the future to look like. Okay. There's still like cars and stuff, but there's like <laughs> it wouldn't evolve all the way that we wanted. Yeah, there's a lot of porn everywhere. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Sex sales, but uh, OnlyFans lost, but somebody else won. Yeah, somebody else, somebody else picked it up. Um, <laughs> That's funny. I was like, like Back to the Future when they had an idea of the future in 1985, I think, mm-hmm. is when the movie was made. Uh, no, it was the next one, so it was 87 or something. It was the sequel that, that's the one that had the future. And they, they were way off in a bunch of yeah. well, flying it's, cars. and For that one, there's like definitely dystopian elements, like certain things like they're trying to do. Like um, There was a Trump era scene in there. Like Biff had a tower with his name on it. It's a yeah. casino. Like that yeah. was a Trump reference, and yeah, it's back like to one the of the dystopias. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you had no, no, no. But it's it is somewhat similar where like they do have like the um, uh, over monopolization of companies and things like that, and what people can own and like megacorps and and, mm. and things like that, and the kind of the way of playing the game, but also very choose your own adventure. Is like who you are you going to support, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not. Like I said, it's not fully dystopian. You have a lot of people who don't ascribe to that. Mm-hmm. And you meet them, and their way of life seems perfectly valid. But then you also have the valid way of living inside the city with the mega corporations. And it's not like one is inherent, they don't, one is not inherently better than the other. Okay. Um, so you get to choose what part yeah, of them. Kind of. And then you have like the wild card guy where you can destroy the mega corporation, things like that. Oh. Yeah. Do you so, actually get to choose the ending of the game? Kind yeah, of? you yeah, you get to choose which one you want and it's based on your decisions. That From what I've played so far and I've played a fair amount um a lot of it does come down to the end with the exception of a couple other things based on some of your decisions. Um that like was, that was brings me back to uh, Infamous. 
Infamous, it's, yeah. Where it's, you, could, you could be the bad guy or the good guy, depending on your actions slowly, and you have a bar. Yeah, you have a, a bar. bar, which is not in any other games that I know um, of. My favorite one for that is actually a game that not a lot of people know called Way of the Samurai. And it is an older game series. You mentioned this one. Yeah, it's it's an older game series that's very much like you can do anything uh, in the game. Which, well, with the exception of some, some stuff, obviously. But like when it comes to like, the story, mm-hmm. like... At any point, especially in the later ones, at any point in the story, pull out your sword and start killing people if you want to. That is completely a valid thing that you can do in the game. And there is an ending for it. The game has a bunch of endings of just what you're doing. And it's like, and there's basically an ending for each time that you want to change the, the, the story radically. There's one point, there's one ending where you leave. You just walk away. You walk away, and there's an ending for it. Like you just do it, and you're like, you leave, and it's you're that. That's the ending. There's an ending. <laughs> what the fuck? It's it's one of the main endings, and of course, there's the best ending, right, where everything, all the conflicts get resolved. But there's also endings for only only ending one conflict, or ending one conflict no in a way <laughs> that that messes up the other three. Oh. And also, and maybe ending a conflict that doesn't mess it up for the rest, everyone else, and things like that. And it's all based on a whole bunch of decisions that you have to make throughout the game. And it's designed to be played multiple times, because yeah. you get to keep your strength of your character each time. So you're, at the very end, you're building up to get the perfect ending. You're building up your strength, because the perfect ending is the longest amount of time you're playing like the game. It's all a simulation of what life is like. Yeah, maybe. Like you don't know what the actual ending is until you get there. Until you and, get and there, and you know that everything you did went to that. Up to that point is yeah. where it is. It's a very fascinating game. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, maybe not necessarily the combat style, but the the more like the aspects of it. Well, I mean, I'm looking for a replacement for GTA. I haven't played GTA in so long now. Somewhat GTA-ish, except they don't have guns. It's all swords, with the exception of the guns. But it's it's a weird battle system. It's it's very it's very much a strange game. There's a lot of stuff that you can do. It's also a Japanese game, and, and like, it's very Japanese. Like you can tell. And I had to have, I had to fight my. I canceled the the network, the, the PlayStation network, mm-hmm. the internet service to connect to GTA Online. Mm-hmm. Um, I canceled it. And I was like, like I want to get back to GTA at some point. It feels hard to give away. I think I had like something like twelve million dollars sitting in like every car. I played GTA so long that it's there's a whole life in there. Oh, wow. I got, like, my outfits and the Joker outfits, cosplaying, you know, I got all kinds mm-hmm. of custom-made motorcycles and, and cars. And I, it's just one of those, like, is that game addiction? Like, I feel like I just put so much effort into it, I don't want to give it up. Like, well, that's the sunk playing. cost fallacy. The what? Sunk cost fallacy. Like, how much time I invested and into it. How much it. time and money you've put into it, you don't want to let it go. Yeah. But, Whether uh, or not you should is... Well, <laughs> Yeah, but there are, there are games that I've put a lot of time and effort and money into. I remember visiting you once, and you were playing, like, a Nintendo game, and you were, like, cheating. You were going to your last save to win, like, a roulette yeah. game. Yeah. And you were just trying to break well, the that, game. Yeah, it's because, the game. yeah, it's because we were breaking the game, and we had gone in with the explicit purpose to break that game. We had already beaten the game fully, gotten everything through it, and then we were done, and we were like, all right, well, let's break this game. It's a very different thing Wide from, open. like, speed playing. It's like... Yes. Speed, uh, what is it called? Speed running. Speed running is very different from speed running. It's the opposite. You're just trying to take as long as possible. Yep. As long as possible to break it as much as possible. 
What was the purpose to you? Like you pretty much like just to do it. Yeah, just to do it, just to have fun. Because <laughs> we like to see how far systems can go. Um, we're well, the kind of like people. The guy that, didn't the guy break the Pac-Man record because it stops counting after? Yeah. Oh, my favorite one is the uh, if you've never seen it, the Super Mario World speedruns, where they've broken the game so thoroughly that they enter the first area and the game literally warps to the credits because of the fact that they break it so hard that it forces it into the credits. They actually write code with the distribution of pixels on the camera, on the screen. Wow. It is fascinating to watch. It's definitely one that we should watch after this. You know what I do have? I have. I don't know where it is, but I, I own, um, when there was like the fear of COVID that we had to be checking ourselves all the time, uh, we bought the stupid finger... Uh, Temperature? No, or a heartbeat? The heartbeat thing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm thinking that might be a cool thing for reaction channels, because there's an app for it. Oh, so that'd we could be display our heart rate while watching like a scary movie and like I don't know. And then see mine is just a constant pace. Yeah. Or like speed running. Imagine speed running but with oh, your heart rate. Well, a you lot can't of people do that. that. Yeah. A lot of people actually do that. They actually have heart rate monitors. Like a lot of speedrunners have heart rate monitors. Mm. Uh, one of my favorite crazy shit. Yeah, one of my favorite speedrunners, Tomato Anus, does Tomato speed. Anus. Yeah, that's We're his. gonna skip over that. Like right, just No, I mean, that doesn't mean try, anything. Nope, Come doesn't on. mean anything. Moving on. Uh, he's one of my favorite speedrunners, and he does the weirdest speedruns um, of video games. It's just a fascinating channel. He also talks a lot about speedrunning and like what the speedrunners are doing, which is very nice. It's very good for a lot of newcomers of like. So are they like, like how did this come about? How did speedrunning come about? Well, originally, I think it all pretty much starts from the original Super Mario, where you're running left to right. Yeah, you know, the original Super no, Mario. Well, it was speedrunners for the the other one, the King Kong one, where Mario wasn't Mario. Well, that Jump wasn't Man, that wasn't speedrunning. That was more like point getting, right? Because oh, that that's was true. the whole thing. It was all about points. They were um, trying to break the game in a different manner. In than, a different manner, right? Speedrunning comes about really when you get to the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System, right? Because then you have an objective, and the game ends, right? So can you get from start to finish? as fast as possible yeah and originally glitches weren't allowed yeah right it was from start to finish as fast as you can no glitching yeah well after the after a long time um this came about actually more recently than you would think um they speedrunners kind of just unanimously decided that's kind of no fun mm -hmm. because we want to get to start to finish so long as we aren't adding anything to the game yeah. That makes it, we aren't having a tool, right? We aren't making playing with some weird modification to the controllers, things like that, right? As long as we aren't actually physically altering the game, the code itself is considered the thing you can play within. So if you can manipulate the code to warp directly to the end, then it's viable. Because it's not done with like a game shark. It's or, not done with a game shark yeah. or anything like that. It's done within the code of the game. Now, what the way they counteracted with people just walking up and playing a boring speed run of them just warping to the end credits mm -hmm. they added specific glitch rules where they say okay anything but this one glitch or usually called no major glitches which is no warping to the end credits yeah like something that just ruins that everything. just ruins the experience yeah but people still have the opportunity to run the original category if they want to and it can be but it, i think it all really stems from the uh, the original Super Mario running left to right of getting that time as low as possible. Yeah, one well, you you actually had, if I'm not mistaken, the original game had 
99 seconds to finish any one level. Yeah, it's so it, there like was that. already a time element to playing this game. Yep. That you couldn't get if you couldn't get done 99 seconds, you die automatically. Mm -hmm. Right. So I can see how that sort of pushes the wall faster and faster. Was the fastest we can get, and then it started something. Well, I can do it in less than blah blah blah, and I can do it in less than. And it becomes. And then it becomes a whole culture. A, 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 yeah, a, a whole community competition. Yep, and to it, see who can get it faster. It just expanded from there, and. Yeah. Um, so I think the first speedrun I ever saw was Super Mario sixty four. Oh, those are fun. What? Was it the backward long, the backward long jump styles where they yeah, were warping through weird. everything? Yeah, BLJs. Yeah, BLJs are awesome. There's a fucking name for them. Uh, yes. Jesus Christ, of BLJs. course BLJs. It's kind of like whenever you start because you know I did speed running for Shadow of the Colossus, and I did yeah, I did speed running for Final that game Fantasy VI. And you watched me yeah. play the entire thing on a projector screen in the garage. Remember that garage? Oh man, that was. If you guys have never played Shadow of the Colossus on a giant projector screen, yeah. that is yeah, the one a, game that the, I would say above any other that you gotta play on a massive screen because yeah. you see the giant looming colossus that is literally the size of a building in front of you and you're like wow yeah i was fucking in that that's how you play the game that game was that's pretty intense played uh, uh, um but yeah no i speed run that game and i also speed run uh final fantasy 6 um and i never actually play any final fantasy game i don't know what the thing what, what it's i would about. start well okay each one's different there's a different storyline. There's a different storyline for each one. Is there any theme to them? Um, sort fantasy. of. There's, there's, yeah, they're fantasies, but they're very vague in their sort of thing. Some are more fantasy than others. Some have a little bit of tech element. Mm. Um, you know, some are a little dystopian. Some are utopian. Things like that. It's all, it's all a different story. They don't, they don't stick to one thing. So when you go into a Final Fantasy game, it's generally different from the one you played the last time i would say i would start at 10 for you final I would, fantasy 10 i would start at final fantasy 10 your other right now 15 jesus christ well like i said they're all Was different. It like one every year oh uh, no it's like... one every few years okay yeah um but like i said they're all different so it's not like there is one story going from each one yeah it's well, i mean like I, I collect wrestling games and every year there was a new one but it was more of an update because it's still a wrestling game, mm -hmm. and it carries some stuff in the past. They add a new shit, and all the new wrestlers, you know, remove the ones that are no longer in contract. It was always, but it's not the same as saying it's a new game every year. I mean, with a whole new story, new characters and shit. Yeah, it's not every there's year. No it's one, every couple of years. There's yeah. no one overarching character that's in all of them. No, not in all not of like them. That? No. Oh. There's no overarching character. The I'm bad guys. There's a are lot different. of cosplay from that that I'm not familiar with. Oh, uh, there's a lot of cosplay uh, from that. Yeah. If, um, if there's different characters in every game, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen is pretty good. Um, but getting, when it comes to, it doesn't have my favorite story. I would say when it comes to a good story, a very solid story with some weird, some things I think you would like, mm -hmm. some, some of the more existential questions, I would say 10 is probably your best bet. All right. Um, it has a comment system. Put it on that pretty... list. I got, I got some gaming to do at some point. Uh, yeah. Again, I have that Twitch channel, Spider Gaming, and I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, that would, be, that would be that would be the Final Fantasy game. Normally, I would suggest you know if you wanted a more in introduction to like uh, Final Fantasy as a whole, you probably either go with seven or or six, kind of like the one of the, those. Honestly, if you're going in for like I want the Final Fantasy experience, honestly, I would say one of the earlier versions and then immediately play one of the later versions. <laughs> so I would actually say I feel like there's a method like the Star Wars movies. You have to watch it in certain order, or they don't make sense enough. Sort of. 
it's a lot more like what will give you the best experience in this, right? Okay. Because there's a lot of things like the earlier Final Fantasies are kind of more pixelated and their their methods are a little bit weirder, right? Whereas the later games have more of the polish of being later. You yeah. know, certain things aren't included, right? Like charts. <laughs> I guess that's important. Well, more like if you see just a bunch of charts, you'd be like, do I really want to play this game? Like, oh. this seems like a lot of math. There's, there's too much management going on. Okay. Yeah, whereas 10 kind of has a balance of that, where there is, like, some charting, but yeah. there's also a lot of, like, fun going to... And the, the story is really good. It's very, very complete. Yeah, I have definitely played games that have way too much, like, menu work. Mm -hmm. That, like, the ratio of, like, organizing your shit on a fucking mm -hmm. map or something is more important than the actual gameplay. Mm -hmm. like Jesus what the fuck am I doing the gameplay yeah for? I think this is a very good solid and you might consider also like Final Fantasy 15 which is very new has way less of that but I also think that they they got like console specific or uh, it's on pretty much every console um, yeah. I would say the Steam version for Final Fantasy 10 because mm -hmm. it has a lot of content in there you're going to get a lot of hours out of it okay um, it also comes with 10.2 which is the sequel to it which is not a yeah, not a, not, not eleven. 12. No, not eleven, right? Because it's it is ten two, and they do that because um, they do only they do Roman numerals. Yeah, they do no Roman. Or still reads as twelve. No, it's ten dash, and then the um, number two, the Muslim two. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Muslim. <laughs> it's not Roman. We use the 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 Arabic. Arabic. Thank you. Same. Uh, Sort of. That's what they're called. Arabic numerals. Uh, the Arabic numerals. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what they're called usually. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm wrong. That's okay. They were Muslim. Well, I mean, Arab. It doesn't say religion. Is more of an area of the world. I mean, that's fair, but it was also very hinted at religion at the time. You know, it's not like they were, they, we call it, we don't call it the Arab Golden Age. Somebody said like the, the, <laughs> yeah, we call it the Muslim Golden Age. It reminds me like that. There is like somebody to try to make a like a like a Karen going. They shouldn't be teaching Arabic numerals in our schools to our children. And like a bunch of parents like, fuck that. We should be using, you know, like yeah. Um, I completely disagree. I completely disagree with that. We shouldn't use Roman numerals at all. It's a terrible way of no of Arabic, memory. not Roman. I know, but it's like, what would be the alternative? Only Roman, really? Yeah, Do we Roman. have another number um, numbering system that I mean, I'm not familiar with? We could use the Japanese numeral system. Oh but gosh, let's not do that. That's let's that's, not. Let's say, let's let's not and say we did. I guess which I guess I think is the Chinese numeral system. Is it? Yeah, oh. I think it's the Chinese numeral. So system. that one is. Specific, I think I think they uh, use I think they use nationality the, with the other ones a religion. Well, I mean, instead of an area, because you if you can't just say Asian because you have India who uses a different uh, variation and then also Russia which uses yeah. Uh, how, how about Oriental? That's still not specific enough. That's not specific enough, unfortunately, because that also would, would include, like, Philippine area and things like that, which use different numeral systems. I find it funny that most people that hate Muslims probably couldn't name, like, three Muslim countries except the ones in the news. Yeah. Like, there's a fuck little of them. I don't know. Oh, what. there's a lot of them. <laughs> and most people can't even pronounce. Yeah. That's fucking funny to me. Um, yeah, so I would start with number 10. Uh, no, they do the Roman numeral we're, we're talking about Final yeah. Fantasy, guys. Yeah, I'm we're sorry. talking about Final Fantasy. That gets very, very weird. <laughs> um, I'm tired. It's already, uh, we're past time. So it's up to you if you want to. Uh, I think this is a great place. To, they, nope, I think it's a great Any place. I'll, I'll show you that. Uh, that well, your show again. Oh, your, your, oh yeah, uh, yeah. My, um, yeah, so it's going to be at uh, 
Edgy Expo. Edgy and, Expo. Yep, and it's going oh, to be... Oh, Edgy? Edgy. Oh, Edgy. E-C-C-H-I. Yep, I know. It's weird spelling. Um, it's like Ecky. Yeah, it's like Ecky, but it's Etchy. Um, C-C-H is usually... Yeah, well, Etchy Expo. Yeah, spelled strangely, but it's it's, it's Are you Japanese. Are using name up there, or...? Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's, look for... Yeah, yeah, you can look for Alexander. And, Alexander. And, yeah, yeah, it's... um. It's at the uh, Crown Plaza in Austin. Um, it's going to be Friday, September 24th through Sunday, the September 26th. And I have not memorized that, so I am reading it off my phone. Well, it's a podcast. They didn't know until you said it. Yep. And I thought I would give them the same courtesy that anybody on who is watching could definitely see. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're interested in seeing us live, we try to be online every Sunday, roughly between 6 and 8 p.m. Yeah, central yeah. time I did, yeah, I, um, and it might even still be later than that uh, so if you want to find out just subscribe to the, the Twitch channel which is freaking uh, is the freaking Adivian on, uh, on Twitch is the freaking Adivian on YouTube and it's also a Facebook page the freaking Adivian that's um, all of our things and if you want to find all of those links they're on freakingdeviant.com thank you for listening thank you for listening to this nonsense and uh Life is chaos. Nothing is sacred. Have a, have a great night, guys. Yeah.